Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet. For so the we're going to begin this week energy. with the quote on your affirmation card. And the quote, of course, is from Dr. Ernest Holmes. And here's about the, how the quote reads. It says, we are surrounded by and immersed in an infinite good. How much of this infinite good is ours? All of it. And how much of it may we have to use? As much as we can embody. This infinite good, Holmes wrote of, is the active energy of source, God, Spirit, Yahweh, thriving as you. And by writing, we may have all we can embody. Holmes was affirming there are no limitations or restrictions on what good you may create, when you may create from this good, or how you may create with and as this omnipresent good. Source energy is a now energy. It's resonating as the whole of the universe in the now. It's resonating as the whole of you in the now. Responding to the feeling energy you are offering right here in this moment. You, may, you want to transform any aspect of your journey. Whatever it may be, the universe stands at the ready to support you in the now. You want to heal something within your life which resonates or necessitates a healing? The universe stands at the ready in the now to support you. The loving, unconditional support of presence does not require you to change or atone for your past. Thank God. It doesn't require that we figure out who's to blame, whether it's for uh, the blame is ours or others, for mistakes made along the way. It doesn't even require you to call it by a certain name on certain days of the week. Its only requirement of you is a willingness. A willingness to be the conduit of consciousness through which it may express an astounding newness. Just a willingness to focus on the solution and not the problem. Just a willingness to focus on the power in the now and not the quickly dissolving energy of the past. Just a willingness to focus on the ever-present evolving good of source and not the troubles that plague our physical world today. The moment someone claims, I am willing to up-level the focus of my consciousness on all the grace, all the good of God before me, around me, and within me. They instantaneously. Got it? If you were uh, Barbara Eden, you'd do this. They instantaneously elevate the vibration of the energy of their soul to a frequency which, which is in alignment with boundless source energy. I am willing to up-level the focus of my consciousness on all the grace and good of God before me, around me, 
and within me. I am willing. I am willing. I am willing. So we want to be clear. The mere utterance of the words of this affirmation will not provide a transformation or healing of someone's journey. The words have to be followed with purposeful intention. Purposeful intention. I am willing to up-level the focus of my consciousness on all the good grace and good of God before me, around me, and within me. And the intention of that is to form new mental images about and for your journey within your imagination. The intention to let go of old hurts, regrets, old ideas, and false beliefs. The intention, just the intention, to take supportive action toward your dreams and goals while simultaneously voiding actions which are self-defeating and self-sabotaging. The intention to express the silent and spoken words of your mind in an affirmative manner. The intention to live in faithful knowing and surrender. Your willingness, just your willingness, instantaneously, instantaneously begins to elevate the energy of your soul with source energy. However, it is your purposeful intentions that follow the willingness, work in harmony with the willingness, that provides the fuel for the energy to continue to elevate your frequency. <laughs> Esther Hicks said, when you place yourself in a high vibrational state, you become aligned with all the abundance that exists within the universe. In this state, there is no such thing as impossible. No dream too big, no desire too great. You really can have, be, or do anything. So look, Esther is saying to us, when you set that intention to focus on high, to get that vibrational state aligned with the abundance of the divine, with the health of the divine, the success of the divine, that exists within the universe. When that is your intention... The universe supports you in the now. The frequency of the energy of your soul resonates with all the infinite good of source. And within this vibrational frequency, there are no limitations. There are no conditions on the good you may manifest as the whole of the universe is, of your, the whole of your being is aligning with newness. Aligning with newness which is the title of our lesson this morning, Aligning with Newness. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more in detail later on, but let's understand what we're talking about with newness. Newness is not just the new experience, the new boyfriend, the new girlfriend, the new car, the new job, whatever it may be. Newness is, a new, is about embracing a new energy, a new emotional frequency for the good that is before you. Newness is about operating, living in new and wonderful ways, void of focusing on the past. The past experience, the past boyfriend, the old car, whatever it may be. So newness is about honoring that evolving energy of source that is always unfolding in the now. Always unfolding in the now. Our role is to align with it. And that's kind of a misnomer, really. Because it's not that we're trying to align with the universe. The universe is already aligned with us. The universe is already aligned with you. 
What we're doing is simply saying, I want to provide the frequency, the vibration, the idea, the mental image that allows for this new expression of source to come forward in, as, and through all that I am. So the universe is always in alignment with you. The question is, what are you offering to the universe to be in alignment with? Oh, that's a big difference. So I want to tell you a story about going from one experience to the other. It's a great story, and it's about it's our, our parable for the day, right? And it's about this new Marine recruit. And the Marine recruit, recruit wrote home to their parents. And here's what they said. They said, Dear Mon Pa, I am well. I hope you are. Tell Brother Walt and Brother Elmer the Marine Corps Corps beats working for old man Minch by a mile. Tell them to join up quick before all the slots are filled. I was restless at first because you get to stay in bed till nearly 6 a.m. But I'm getting so I like to sleep in. Tell Walton Elmer all you do before breakfast is smooth your cot and shine a couple of things. There are no hogs to slop, feed to pitch, mash to mix, wood to split, fire to lay. Practically nothing. Now, men got to shave, but it's not so bad. There's warm water. Breakfast is strong on trimmings like fruit and juice and cereal, eggs and bacon, but kind of weak on the good stuff like chops and potatoes, ham and steak and pie. But tell Walter and Elmer, you can always sit by the two city boys who seem to live on coffee. Their food pl plus yours holds you to when you get fed again. And we go on route marches, which the balloon sergeant says are long walks to hardness. Well, if he thinks so, it's not my place to tell him different. A route march is about as far from our mailbox to the house. The sergeant is like a school teacher. He nags a lot. The captain is like the school board. Majors and colonels just ride around and frown. They don't bother you none. The next is going to kill Walter and Elmer with laughing. I keep getting medals for shooting. I don't know why. The bullseye is as near as a chipmunk's head. And it don't move. And it ain't shooting back at you like the Higgins boys. <laughs> all you got to do is lie there all comfortable and hit it. Then what they have what they call hand-to-hand -hand combat training. You get to wrestle them city boys. I have to be careful though because they break easy. <laughs> it ain't like fighting with that old bull at home. I'm about the best they got except for that old Tug Jordan from over in, over in Silver Hollow. I, I only beat him once. He joined up the same time as me, but, you know, I'm only 5'6 and 130 pounds, and he's 6'8 and nearly 300 pounds dry. Be sure to tell Walton Elmer to hurry up and join before other fellas get a word of this great setup set and come stampeding in. Sincerely, your loving daughter, Alice. <laughs> just, as I said last week, just being inclusive. <laughs> the moral to the parable is this. The universe stands at the ready in the now to transform any aspect of your journey 
in harmony with your willingness to focus on a greater good combined with your purposeful intentions. Our friend Alice the Marine didn't want to do what? She didn't want to work for old man Mitch. So she set her, her focus on what she perceived a greater experience for her journey. We can debate on whether or not that's accurate. But for Alice, it is. Transformation, healing, as we said, it doesn't matter really what you call it. At the end of the day, what we're really talking about is a new demonstration, a new expression of source coming forward for no other reason than the vibration that you're offering at this moment of now. So we have to come back and say, what's the vibration that you're offering in this moment of now? And look, the sum total of your experiences, your thoughts, your feelings, how you perceive the world, all of that is the vibration that you're offering in the now. And if somewhere in that realization you're offering a vibration that may carry the old energy of a past hurt, a falsely perceived failure, then guess what? That's impacting the sum total. And it's not going to impact the process by which the universe expresses through you. It's not going to impact that resonating force that the universe flows to you. It will, however, impact how the demonstration mirrors the vibration you're offering. So we want to begin to clear those up a little bit. We want to be, begin to clear up that old past, the, those old ideas, those old ways of being. Holmes said this. He said, we are thinking, willing, knowing, conscious centers of life. We are surrounded by and immersed in that there is flowing through us a creative something. Call it what you will. The sum total of our thought will purpose. Remember what did we talk about? Purposeful intentions, purpose and belief creates a tendency in this law that causes it to react to us according to the sum total of our belief. The sum total of our belief. Now look, we know and we get it, we can tell you on Sunday mornings how fabulous you are, because you are. We can tell you on Sunday mornings how powerful you are, because you are. We can go about telling you, all the fantastic demonstrations you have made up to this point in your journey, because you have. And I know people feed on that. They feed on that. That sounds good, and it's great to shift the focus of the consciousness back into that awareness, even for that hour on Sunday morning. But I've only got you for this hour on Sunday morning. The rest of the week is up to you guys. The rest of the week, it's important that you begin taking note of how powerful you are, of how fantastic you are, of all the good that you have created. Because it is in that focus you begin rewriting the script of what you're some... T- well, let's rephrase that. You begin rewriting the calculation of what equals your sum total. Y'all follow that? That's really good. Thank you. Okay, so we're in that part of the service where I have to let go and trust. and We never know what we're going to get. Sometimes we get home. Sometimes we get Richard Pryor. We'll just see what happens today. 
belief, feeling, vibration, emotion, past thought, past experience, all of that's a calculation. So far, it's all about adding, adding, adding belief, plus purpose, plus intention, plus past, plus feeling, etc. And what we're saying is, because it's a calculation, and this is how the universe operates, it is a law of mathematical precision. If you can add to it, you can subtract from it. So you can subtract from your consciousness those old thoughts and old feelings. You can begin to subtract from your experience through prayer and affirmation and meditation those old memories that really just kind of make your skin crawl. You know the ones I'm talking about? This is what I should have said. This is what I should have said. And for 20 minutes, what are we doing? We're having that same argument in our head. You know what we could be doing with that 20 minutes? Focusing on the power and the now. We could be focusing on, you know what, I want this new experience. This is how I want Source to evolve within my journey. So let me create that vision, that mental image, that spiritual prototype with the full force and knowing that, wow, I'm a mathematician. And in that knowing, I know what to subtract in order for this new demonstration to come forward. It's not asking me to subtract my power. It's not asking me to subtract my good. It's simply asking me to subtract those things that no longer serve me. Now look, you may know what those are. You may know what those are. I'm, we're betting that most of you do know what those are. And if you don't know what those are, call up your best friends or your relatives, and they're going to tell you what they are. Once you've got a handle on what it is, whatever it is that needs to be subtracted, love it. Bless it. Express gratitude towards it. Realize that whatever needs to be subtracted played a pivotal role in your coming to this point of awareness today, to this moment. Whatever it is that needs to be subtracted or released from the journey was not about whether or not you did something wrong. You can never do anything wrong in the demonstration of the causative force that you are because you're simply fulfilling the way the universe works. It's Frequency, vibration, resonance, response. You fulfilled how the law of attraction works. That's a good thing. Right? It might always not have always been a great demonstration. But by God, you have proven you know how to work with the law. You follow that? And if you know how to work with the law in any aspect, you can begin working with the law in every aspect. This is why Louise Hay said, see God in every person, place, or thing, and know all will be well in your world. So we want you to see God in every experience, every old relationship, all that worked and didn't work, and know that all is well within your world. 
Why? Because the law of attraction is working in, as, and through you at all times. You are simply being that expression of source coming forward in the now. Take time in this journey to freeze frame, just freeze frame your experience and and survey, take an objective survey of what's going on for you. For some, this is going to be a hard look. And ask yourself if your current priorities, your current intentions are in alignment with your purposeful intentions, in alignment with you wanting to bring forward something new. And if they are, awesome. Keep it up. Don't stop what you're doing. Who am I to tell you you do something different? Right? Congrats on that. Yet, if there's something you want to change just a little bit, right? Then this is the day to begin saying, I am willing. I am willing. I am willing. Brian Tracy said, resolve to be a master of change rather than a victim of change. A master of change recognizes and blesses those things that didn't go quite right and knows and affirms and visualizes and works at the spiritual level that something better is now in the process of unfolding. A victim of change is having that 20-year-old argument for 20 minutes in their mind. That's the difference. That's the difference. So you can be a master of change. You can be a master of transformation because that's what you are. The whole of the universe stands at the ready to express through you in vibrant newness. You may effortlessly release residual beliefs and past conditioning that no longer serve you and step into the dynamic demonstration of a journey which mirrors your highest vision. Through release, you embrace your spiritual mastery. And, and that release cleanses your heart, body, mind, and soul of any residual old beliefs, thoughts, and experiences that no longer serve you. One of my great friends and mentors was Dr. David J. Walker. And so I know some people may know David from years ago. Some people may go, oh, who, who is he? Because Dr. David is a bit... Uh, not been on this plane of action for a number of years now, but he went from being um, a chorus boy and as a backup dancer at, in Las Vegas, right? To being the president of the Religious Science International Organization. And Dr. David used to say when he was dancing, he hated it because he always had to watch what he eat, what he ate. And he said he always had to stay skinny in order to appear as that Las Vegas show dancer. And when he left, he said he just ate all the time. And he gained a lot of weight. And he said, you know, I just knew all those years dancing on the stage that there was a hefty person trying to get out. <laughs> True story. And I want to share some, some, one of Dr. David's writings because his wisdom can st still impacts us today. It's still as strong today. And so I, it's very relevant for our lesson this morning. And here's what Dr. David wrote a few years before he transitioned. He said, there are people who can walk away from you. And hear me when I tell you this. When people walk away from you, let them walk. 
I don't want you to try to talk to another person and staying with you, loving you, calling you, caring about you, coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The body said the Bible said that they came out from us that they might be made manifest that they were not for us. For had they been for us, no doubt they would have continued with us. John 2:19. People leave you because they are not joined to you. And if they are not joined to you, you can't make them stay. Let them go. And it doesn't mean they are, not, they are a bad person. It just means that their part in your story is over. And you've got to know when their part in your story is over so that you don't keep trying to raise the dead. You've got to know when it's dead. You've got to know when it's over. Let me tell you something. You've got the gift of goodbye. It's the 10th spiritual gift. I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever is for my highest and best good, life will offer it to me and I can choose to accept the offering. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go. If you are holding on to something that doesn't belong to you and was never intended for your life, then you need to let it go. If you are holding on to the past, hurts and pains, let it go. If someone can't treat you right, love you back and see your worth, what are we going to do? Let it go. If someone has angered you, what are we going to do? Let it go. If you are holding on to some thoughts of evil and revenge, let it go. If you are involved in a wrong relationship or addiction, to something or someone, let it go. If you are holding on to a job that no longer meets your needs or talents, let it go. If you have, have a bad attitude, let it go. If you keep judging others in order to make yourself feel better, let it go. If you're stuck in the past and spirit is trying to, trying to take you to a new level, an expanded level of living, let it go. If you are struggling with the healing of a broken relationship, let it go. If you keep trying to help someone who won't even help themselves, let it go. If you are feeling depressed and stressed, let it go. If there is a particular situation that you are so used to handling yourself, and God says, it's time to take your hands off of it, then you need to let it go. Let the past be the past. Forget the former things. God is doing a new thing for you in 2019. Let it go. Get right or get left. Think about it. (laughs) And then... Let it go. May the rest of your life be the best of your life. In 2019 and always. So I want to add a little something to Dr. David's wisdom. Recall he said, you've got the gift of goodbye. Feel as if your experience has unfolded from lack of limitation. Say goodbye to the feeling. 
ruminating thought and thoughts of less than positive experiences our relationship say goodbye to those old mental images stuck somewhere on the merry-go-round of actions and patterns of behavior that simply have proven time and time again not to be in your best interest say goodbye 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 the spiritual significance of this direction is paramount to your aligning with the newness of source Why? Why do we have to do this? Because until you say goodbye to all that old stuff, you can't say hello to all the new stuff, can you? Right? And you can say hello however you want. Hey, baby, how you doing? (laughs) Sup? (laughs) Aloha. We're going to say hello. We have to be prepared to say goodbye. We have to be prepared to say goodbye. Hicks said there is nothing for you to go back and live over or fix or feel regret about now. Every part of your life has unfolded just right. Every part of your life has unfolded just right. And that's true. It's unfolded according to that mathematical equation. Resonance, resonance plus energy equals manifestation. But this, what you're resonating is the sum total of all of that feeling, all of, that, all of those memories, all of those experiences. And so you have to begin looking at, is this sum total what I want to continue offering to the universe? Or do I need to begin subtracting a little here and there? Right? You know what they say, less is more. Less is more. So you don't need to keep offering the same thing over and over again. People worry too often and dream too little. We cannot seek the kingdom of source if we are bogged down in the thoughts of worry over what was or what is. It's time to say goodbye to all that. Time to say goodbye and be willing, just be willing to say hello. Hello to the newness. Hello to the vibrant energy, through the focus of our thoughts on the potential of the moment. This is where we awaken to the kingdom. Awaken to the kingdom within the possibility of the moment. When we dream, when we visualize, when we do affirmative prayer, we set our consciousness free to explore the possibility of all that source may demonstrate through and as our consciousness in this moment of now. Look. Is it going to be easy? For some. There are some that say, I got it. They walk out of here. They release. They're in that free-flowing pattern. They're feeling the vibrant energy of source 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We don't like them. Because for some of us, it takes a little bit longer. For some of us, it takes a little bit longer. And that's okay. Why does it take a little bit longer? Because we have to be willing to let go of those old arguments, those old experiences. 
And when we let, if we let it go, many people are faced with the question, what's left? This is all that I know. But the reality is, it's not all that you know. What, there's only one thing you know, and that is that God is all there is. Therefore, God is all that you are. So if you let all that go, what you're left with is just pure source energy. Thriving, living, responding to you in the now. So let it go. Say goodbye. And be prepared to say, hey baby, how you doing? And so ends our lesson. Namaste. spiritual living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate